That's how you make a baby. You pl- uh, keep playing with that headphone, Jack. Yeah. That's how you do it. <laughs> Turn my headphones up. Turn it up. Get loud. This may be my favorite week of the basketball calendar, which ultimately means the entire calendar and the Mayan calendar combined. But it's ACCT week, boys, and you're listening to the ACC Basketball Degenerates podcast. And it is our ACC tournament preview. We have been building the entire season since a cold day in November to where we are now in March. If you're a first-time listener and a never-before-caller, we've probably logged how many hours watching this league this year, guys? More than all the ESPN talking hits combined, correct? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think we all averaged about five games a week. Guthrie, maybe seven or eight. 10,000 hours. What's the Malcolm Gladwell thing? That's how many I've done. 10,001. Bottom line, you can trust us. uh, And if what we say goes awry, but I actually don't think that's going to happen this year. Positive thinking, guys. That's what we need this time of year. Positive thinking heading into March in terms of basketball. For example, and we can, we have some stuff to back it up. You three were very good on your picks this year. I was not, but I killed all our futures. So I held down the future corner, and you guys did the week-to-week basis. So I feel confident about our team and our coalition heading into the tournament. And uh, how many days until the pilgrimage? Oh, man, we're T-minus 10 days, I think. Uh, we, we are off to Vegas um, next Wednesday night. Uh, we'll be there for the start of round two. You know, round one is all those playing games that they like to think they now call round one. Uh, but we'll be there for the big tip on uh, just 10 days out. I'm glad we're still using the word playing game because it needs to be used. Teams need to be shamed if they finish in the cellar. So we're going to use, uh, we're going to start by looking at playing games in the ACC tournament momentarily. But let's introduce ourselves for those who might be joining us for the first time. It might just be the loyal crop of listeners, which is fine with me. I love those people. But if you're new, we're glad to have you aboard. I'm Luke Neer. I'm your host. To my left is Guthrie Alexander. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> Taylor Pokington is here. He's our executive producer for the podcast. Hello. Fantastic to be here once again. Let's do it. And then Mike Jaffe. I don't know if we can call him Vegas Mike. He usually goes by Vegas Mike, but he no should last week out of fear. So... He might just be Mike Jaffe right now. <laughs> hey, look, I'm here. I, I thought I represented myself well this season. I'm looking forward to bringing it to a close here for the ACC basketball tournament. And then in Vegas, I don't know if you guys will see me again. I don't know if I'm coming back after Vegas this, this coming You week. mentioned that last year when you went to Vegas, you... You you said you actually didn't miss home. Every, <laughs> worried me, worried me a little bit. Every year there's a worry that you'll just wander off into the desert. We'll never see you again. Just mm-hmm. disappear into the sunset. Well, sounds right. like a nice plan. Actually, sounds like a Bill. <laughs> I take you up on that. Sounds Fake like a Bill Walton comment and a Pac-12 game late night. So the desert. Here, you, I I'm glad that you mentioned earlier, Luke, that you were our our man on the futures for ACC basketball. So do we actually know? We all pick the top five regular season finishes uh, for the ACC this year. How did we all finish? Does anybody well, remember? Listen, I don't. I don't count. I don't count the beginning of November. I count the beginning of the conference title. Yeah, conference. I'm just talking about the conference ACC. And I standings. picked the title winner. I picked North Carolina at the beginning of January. You did. Yep, you did. And, and then, that's but, what matters. But what did you pick for the top five? I don't remember. Does I anybody had, remember? I had Virginia in there. I had Louisville in there, and I also had Florida State and Duke in there. Mm. I think that was my top five. Oh, I thought I, I. So I remember picking Florida State in the top four, and you guys all did the ooh. You're I had them at five. I had them at five. Yeah, man, you guys are crazy. I thought I was the only person to put Florida State no, up there. No, no. Guthrie had him right where they. He he actually they had finished him at three. second. Yeah, it's incredible. Guthrie, year. Did, yeah, he did well in Florida State. But um, 
Louisville, you guys all North you guys Carolina. all got sucked into the Duke dream. Oh and yeah, Mike got sucked into no, the Louisville Duke, dream. Duke did finish in the top five though. You know who I'm, didn't? No, Virginia. the winner, the winner of the conference, <laughs> the winner of the conference. Oh, well, there was only one guy here that didn't have Virginia in the top five and said they'd finish sixth. <laughs> you said seventh. <laughs> the whole point of that question was just Mike to say. Yeah. Sorry, I just needed, I just needed <laughs> no, one right. more time. One more time. Your, right. your regular season ACC finishers in, in order were North Carolina, Florida State, Louisville, By two games. Notre Dame, it wasn't and close. Duke. Uh, for and you all, had Louisville. For you those had Louisville. of you that had the bingo board at home, that's how it finished. Um, so, yeah, I think it was a pretty interesting year. I think all of us maybe had NC State in the top five. That was terrible. Mm, wow, that was a terrible false. pick. That was back in November. <laughs> that's false. I, yeah, I, I yeah. Not. You know what? After watching that first NC State game, I immediately reneged on them being in the top half of the conference and immediately turned the page. So I think we didn't I, really think they were going to finish in the top five. In November, I mean, a lot of people, yeah, a lot of we people did. had them. November, I think we had them five, six, and then after we watched one game, we're like, no, this team is horrible. Mm. This team is an atrocity. Oh. We're not going to spend talking. We're, we're not going to spend talking points on NC State today because they're getting bounced in round one, and that's a fact. And I think even Ooh. Mike agrees with that. I'd love to see him make a run. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I... They quit on their coach in mid-January. Yeah. And they don't play a lick of defense. I I don't know. I mean, you could be more optimistic about Boston College in round one than NC State. Sounds like you're ready to get into the ACC tournament breakdown. Is that right? Do you accolades? I agree with everything uh, on the first team. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, you're talking about all ACC teams? I said the ACC tournament, but you want to go through the all ACC teams? Yeah, and everyone whiffed, including ourselves, on the ACC tournament picks. I mean, all ACC team picks. I think I had Austin Nichols on my all ACC team. That didn't go well. (laughs) Um, So who who were the first team players? Do you remember? It's Oh, gosh. Colson, Mitchell, Collins, Kennard, and Jackson. Yep, that's right. And then your second team, for those of you that are counting at home, was Bacon, Dennis Barry, Smith Jr., no. Ben Lammers, Joel Berry, and Parentis. Yeah. That's that's fair. So four Coach point, of the year passenger. Four point guards in the center. Coach of the year passenger. <laughs> I would have I voted Roy if I had gone down and paid money to get a ballot, but I like to save money, so I didn't make a trip down to Charlotte or wherever the headquarters are, and I didn't pay the fee, so... They'll always yeah. keep my coach you overachieved. Yeah. If you coach, it, if you coach Duke or UNC, you better win every single game. It's not. It's not like it. Yeah, it, it, it's overachiever of the year is what I, the award I, is. You know, I think it's except for the Tony Bennett wins. Except for the Bennett wins when he won the title, right? Um, but that was an overachievement for him. It's st- it like if yeah, they won the title just in general. I, yeah. Give it to the, the team who wins the title. It, it, it's really that's what it should be. I mean, Justin Jackson won Player of the Year because he won the title, and Bonzi Colson didn't. And maybe Bonzi Colson was more deserving, but his team didn't win the title. John so. Collins, I'm telling you. If we're going to talk about teams that, uh, you know, yes, his team finished 10th, right? But he was the best player in the ACC this year. John Collins, I'm telling yeah. you. Snubbed. Okay, I mean, I would... Playground, if we're in the playground. Yeah, I'd probably take that. I honestly thought the biggest snub was for uh, freshman of the year going to Dennis Smith yeah, Jr. I agree. That was instead terrible. of Jonathan Isaac. I thought Jonathan Isaac was terrific. Was terrific player. Sig- was is oh the God. reason that Florida State's a top fifteen team. I was shocked. Shocked. Jeffrey drives the, the Dennis uh, Smith Jr. bandwagon over here. I mean, the yeah. I'd also like to mention that London Parentes. Um, really just served him lunch on a platter in that in that NC State game. Just want to mention that. Mm. Just want to throw it out there. I love that he didn't give him dinner. He just gave him lunch. You know, Dennis Smith mm. Jr., to be fair, seems like a He just junior. pulled his pants down. That's all he did. Uh, okay. That's enough on accolades, though. All right. Let's go to the tournament. Yeah, sure. Let's go to the tournament. 
Um, so obviously you have the two. We'll call them playing games again. Uh, well, there's for, three. For yeah. In the first. Oh, I'm sorry. I yeah, there are three. Any other way. We're there not, are three yes. games uh, on Tuesday. Uh, this is uh, Clemson, NC State, Wake Forest, Boston College, and then Georgia Tech, Pitt. Uh, this is obviously being Oof. held in Brooklyn this year, not in um, Choose Your Own Bathroom, North Carolina. Um, so, <laughs> you know, it's a big change of scenery for a lot of people here that are accustomed to going to the ACC tournament. Uh, in fact, uh, sale prices uh, for this say, tournament. It was are, a big change of scenery for people who actually go to the right bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the sale prices are record lows on the StubHub market uh, for the ACC tournament last year, about this time, for a uh, tournament pass. See, that's it was a, about $750. This year, you can get the tournament pass for about $240. It's what a steal. It's if you live in New York box, and you just happen time. to be listening to this, what a, yeah, buy a ticket. Box. Soapbox time, what okay? A, people, listen, people in New York don't care about college basketball. They don't. I used to mm. live in New York and... You're right. That's, I used to buy tons of tickets to like the preseason tournaments for so cheap. It was oh, yeah. great. It's, you know it's like but that. it's not great for the rest of us down here who had to yeah. get up to New yeah. York and we had to pay for incredibly expensive lodging because you know the rules in New York are New Yorkers don't like opening up their little apartments to anybody who's visiting. It just doesn't happen. And I feel bad trying to beg people to sleep on their floor next to their cat. So that's why I hate this Barclays Center venue. And I could go on forever about this. Because, great, maybe you'll draw a couple more Syracuse fans, or maybe you'll get a couple douchebag Duke fans who have haircuts like Taylor who will show up at the arena. But you know what? The rest Savage. Of the, the rest, <laughs> I was going to say good haircuts. <laughs> the rest My barber the rest listens of the public, to this podcast, and he would be I'm very sorry. upset. I, I'm sorry. That was too bad. That was too low. Okay. But you know what I'm saying. His name is Greg. Shout out to Greg. The, uh, the majority of the conference is not served, and the great fans of this conference are not served. You might as well throw it down in South Carolina or or Atlanta at this point compared to New York, uh, right? Do we know? DC it, was fine. I was fine with DC. Is it going to be back in Greensboro next year? Or no, yeah. it'll be in Barclays again next year. It's oh, like the next year. 2019 it's back? In Greensboro? Yeah. It's I like mean, a few years. It's like We don't know ever since years. the Swafford um, oh, executive yeah, order. Mm. Yeah, so this year, well, next year, it'll be at Barclays. Well, I do believe in 2019, it is scheduled to be back in Greensboro. Barclays is, is a nice venue. It's, it is a great venue. It's It goes yeah. up, if I remember, How's it goes parking? up pretty... How's parking at Barclays? <laughs> there are no I don't know. I don't know, I don't know a person that drives Who's going to drive in there? Yeah. Brooklyn, right? Are you going to take a train to New York and a plane to New York? It's yeah. like a train <laughs> drops you right off. It's yes. very easy. I mean, I wish I I have... everybody had that Jaffe money, but we don't. <laughs> we don't all have that Jaffe money. I have had the worst food poisoning of my life. Yeah, uh, at the Barclays a, Center. Yeah, from a Asian fusion pork barbecue sandwich at the Barclays Center. Yep, I mean that's not what it was, but yeah, well, I don't know what it was, but it was terrible. I was with you. Yeah, I felt mm. bad for you. I actually was rooting for you to, uh, you know, soil your pants on the subway home, just so I'd have a story to tell. Uh, but unfortunately, you didn't. I was going to pretend like you were homeless and that maybe you were on drugs. But... I saw my entire life flash before my eyes, and it was dispiriting, right. demoralizing. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying I've nothing. is I've been to the last three ACC tournaments, and I'm upset I'm not attending my fourth in a row. Yeah. You're the just only upset reason... that you're not going, that's why. Well, listen, If you Taylor, really wanted to go, you would make time. Well, no, there's also money Life involved. is full of trade-offs. I, mean, I lose money if I go up there and watch the tournament. Even if I'm credentialed, I lose money paying out the wide. I don't know how much a night for a hotel, 200 at least. Probably more. Like, you do the math. And do you remember my profession? As Bob Knight referred to it as, it's only one or two notches above prostitution. It's a direct <laughs> quote from Bob Knight. You guys didn't know that? You you remember that profession. The oldest conference. profession in the world, so. Storied, a storied history. So that's where my profession ranks, and Bob Knight's list. He's like, I got to teach, teach you young guys some stuff. You're, 
this profession you've chosen, which is only one or two notches above prostitution. Check out that YouTube video. It's a real video. Anyway. All right, so that Clemson-NC State game, though. So that's, <laughs> so the, first, the, that's the first game. It's at noon um, tomorrow. Uh, who, who do you guys like? Clemson-NC State. Obviously, Clemson. Duke likes, likes uh, Clemson. Guthrie, are you are you sticking sticking with Dennis Smith here? Uh, no, man, I kind of want – I mean, how awesome would it be if NC State went on a run here? And like just rail like if they beat Clemson and it then would they only be awesome Duke. if they won the actual the I mean, whole thing. I mean, it's a fantasy opinion. land. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's a or, fantasy. What if they got to the What if they got to the championship? What if TJ Warren came off the bench? What if CJ Leslie comes back and hits some mid? That would be some jumpers, NC State you know? shit. Uh, I'll take Clemson. Yeah, I will too. And also the line, more importantly, the line is a uh, Clemson favored by six, which is I don't know too few points. It seems like. Two few points against NC State. Yeah. Mm. But Clemson has trouble covering big spreads. Mm. So, or winning basketball games. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> the Which is why they're that playing hurts. in the that first hurts. game. Um, I, I actually also like Clemson here. I just I don't think that NC State has enough. I think that they'll enjoy the trip to North uh, to uh, New York, but I just don't I don't see it this year. Do you think Dennis Smith makes it back to school? Or does he just stay there? <laughs> does he just stay until the Knicks draft him and trade away Derrick Rose? He just stays around to the draft. <laughs> oh, God, for his sake, I hope the Knicks don't I mean, draft he's not him. going to class. You know that guy's not going to class. No, I, mean, I don't no, know. no, no, no. I, at this I mean, point. At this point, Dennis Smith, I think, is a, G- a sophomore anyways, right? Because he was there last year um, when he was rehabbing. What are you talking about? Yeah, no, he he was rehabbing. He took classes at NC State last year. Oh, did he? Did he get yeah. in early? Academically, yeah, yeah. he's a sophomore? Yeah, academically, he's oh, a wow. sophomore. You guys are looking at me like I'm crazy. Come I know. On. We were like, what? Get out of here. I know. What? he's a fr- I just talked about him being on like, the all-freshman team. But no, he's actually a sophomore class-wise. I think class you're basketball players to so much credit So by now, I'm sure he's like, I already know this drill. I'm not going back home. But yeah, I like Clemson here minus six or, or even minus I 12. I think yeah. more importantly, like we talked about, the NC State has given up. I mean, Godfrey's out. They don't really have anything to play for. Clemson, actually, if they win a couple games, they're maybe in the conversation for making the tournament. So I And this is like they're their still, last shot. They're still on the bubble. Game. I mean, that's how bad the bubble is. You've Let heard me paint a, a picture times, for you but. if you're NC State, okay? And this is why we're going with Clemson. And I don't know how many points are going to be out there. What do we think? Eight? Eight? No, it'll be like six. Clemson well, plays then, really slow. Well, they don't play fast so enough easy. to have a big. Here's what's going to happen in the NC State locker room pregame. Godfrey's gonna get up on a box. He's gonna find himself a box. He's gonna try to make a like a Huey Long esque, I don't know, a dissertation speech. He's Good gonna reference. try to channel his inner the Kingfisher, um, Themistocles, and he's gonna try to rally the troops. And they're all gonna look at him like he's a madman, and they're not gonna respond. Maybe they'll clap their hands just you know to not make him feel completely embarrassed, and then they're gonna go out and take a dump on the floor. That's what's going to happen. I will point out, recently, just uh, last week, NC State played at Clemson, and uh, Clemson won by four points. So great on a, on Clemson's home court. Okay, four point game. So do with that. That's, I think that's great uh, in terms of the line. I mean, right. I see that. And I'm like, great. That's going to hold the line down. People are going to look at that game. Yeah. They're going to say, ah, oh, value. You know, that's a good matchup for, for NC State. I think it creates value for Clemson here. I, I really like them. I, I just, I think that they're they're better. They're a better team overall. Yeah, than, they're a better team. NC State, without that's a doubt. Right. 
All right, so let's move on to the second game since we may have a consensus there. I'm just going to gloss over that. All right, uh, Wake, Wake Forest at Boston College, or not at Boston College, Wake Forest against Boston College. Game two, everybody high on the Deeks? Are they Are they getting into the tournament? Is, is John yes. Collins cutting yes, down the nets? Yes, they are. They're right. getting in the tournament. They're okay. not cutting down the nets, but... Guthrie might actually think they're cutting down the next team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, Guthrie, I, I see it, them as a Sweet 16 team. He sent an interesting text to a text thread of myself, Guthrie, our friend Dave, and our, our friend Tripper, who's also a listener to the podcast. They mentioned he thinks that mm, Wake Forest might be a semifinals candidate. Oh, yeah. Oh, let's hear it. For sure. Let's hear it. Go. Well, the floor I, is yours. I, I think it's, it's safe to say that they are going to be favorites against Boston College. I like... I like them a lot. They'll in that be matchup. Boston College. Can we just okay? Yeah. Moving on, they'll be favorites against Tech. Can we just assume that they they played really well at Tech? Yeah, I think they'll beat Virginia Tech too. God, I'm looking forward to, to watching that me. again. I'm okay, gonna... I'm well. I'm okay. I'm I'm progressing my narrative here. Excuse me. I'm sorry. And then they'll have a a great matchup against Florida State. Now that is going to be a tough game, for sure. Quarterfinals. Two days of rest for Florida State. It's going to be the third game in three days for Wake. It's going to be a tall task. But I'm going to go ahead and ride the Deeks here. Wow. Florida State Florida State has not done super well in the tournament since they won. What uh, year was that? Hot take, all right? Hot take here. 13? I think there's so much adrenaline from being in the tournament that people don't, I mean, players don't really care about the rest. I think the rest is overrated. And I really also- do. I think if you're playing one extra game, it doesn't matter. If you're playing two, if you're playing the first day, that's really tough. But if you get to the finals, but I think rest is a little bit overrated in the tournament. Me, and I think that I think the numbers back that up. Let me uh, put something else to you here. This the way I see games, of course, is within the context of the spread, right? So this is a 13 point spread for Wake Forest to cover. Against Boston College. Against Boston College, a team that has obviously struggled as of late. <laughs> as of late? As of late, yeah. As of okay. late. And by as of late, I mean since they joined the ACC. So, can can Wake Forest, uh, a team who you love so much, Guthrie, and who's very deliberate offensively, one of the best offensive teams in the country, can they cover against Boston College with the 13-point spread? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Okay. Uh, let's they can do also, anything. I uh, <laughs> let's talk Wake Forest, Florida State. Well, no, we're not gonna get that far. I mean, they st- well, yeah, maybe we'll get that. It's far. not a gimme against Virginia Tech. I know That'll it's not, but let's remember that Florida State game. I watched it. It was not as lopsided as the final score. Wake Forest had a lead, I think, with ten minutes left, right in yeah. Tallahassee. Yeah, right. Food for thought. Wake has been in a lot of their games that they eventually lose by like six, seven points. Yeah, yeah. and you know. They basically have lost that lead. All right, it's what they did against yeah. Florida State. It's what they did against Syracuse. It's what they did. It's what they did against Duke at Cameron. Can we that get, game was close. I mean, we're already looking past Virginia Tech, and and that's going to be a tough game for them. Too. It's going to be tough, but they they like are finding ways to finish down the stretch. Like uh, I, it didn't happen early in the year, though. No, but I mean, it, they're playing much better now. Can we talk about the Guthrie love affair with Wake Forest and how it developed? I think it started with the banquet bet. And then a Pitt fan came and made Guthrie very upset on a message board. So I think that that turned Guthrie against Pitt and propelled hmm. his Wake Forest okay. 
his, his fanhood. And I think, I mean, they might be in the conversation. They might be challenging your your homerism right now. You might not be a homer anymore because of the oh, Wake maybe. Forest love. Maybe. That's fine with me. Honestly, I think it started last year when I when I noticed the genius of Bryant Crawford. I mean, you guys will remember. Yes, you are a huge mm-hmm. Brian Crawford fan. Yeah, yeah, dude. And there's, no, I mean, He's there's terrific. a lot to love there. Yeah, yeah. I just, I so Wake is great, as Mike noted. The offense is amazing. The problem is going to be, of course, their defense. They, people, have very short possessions on them, and it's usually because teams that pass well can get wake to rotate fast and scramble and they lose track of cutters they lose track of guys off ball screens Mm -hmm. and people get easy looks and there's not a problem with their offense because their offense is very Mm -hmm. efficient you know it's i think ninth by efficiency in the nation per ken palm but their defense has really it just needs to improve if they're going to do anything in the tournament i mean i'm gonna warn you guys happening overnight but yeah it's not happening overnight it's not like they're just gonna knuckle down boston college was actually beating wake forest with about 12 minutes to go in that game i i don't know that this is a sure thing for wake forest i actually if it were me and there's a little there's quite a bit of value here i think it's plus 270 right now i'd probably take boston college to win the game this and the i'd definitely to, take him to cut the man who took the syracuse you're the man who took the syracuse money line at louisville which was the worst play of the year yeah i think boston college is going to cover this game the okay. 13 point spread i think they're going to cover but i think wake's going to win okay i think it's a i think it's a six point wake victory yeah it's gonna be closer than people think you guys are sure. leaving out the the most important angle if you're looking at the spread None of you have said it yet. Wake Forest goes up by 15, 17 with uh, two, three minutes to play. Uh, they'll send the uh, the big dogs to the bench. And then Boston College can trim that to an 11-point loss right at the buzzer. <laughs> this is That's said like a man that's lost many of backdoor covers <laughs> this year. Um, I, you don't think Wake Forest is going to try to get an extra, keep their, their guys, their main Men like the yeah, the Collins no, a from point. a couple yeah. extra minutes. Like if yeah, you save oh, them from three that. extra minutes, that's a that's a victory heading into sure. game two. Sure, that's why I'm taking Boston College if it's 13. Right. Give me the Deeks. You got three this is on great. an island minus I'll, 13. I'll take it. I'll take it all day. All right, so Next here we game. go. Georgia Tech um, against Pitt. This is the night game. Uh, Georgia Tech, man, really thought they were going to make the tournament. Doesn't look likely right now. And the Pitt Panthers, uh, the third worst team in the ACC, unfortunately but for us. But worst in our hearts. Yeah. So, <laughs> they, they did have one third, all ACC, third team all ACC, which was uh, Michael Young. And a few honorable mention votes for Jamel Artis, but... Other than that, Ben, <laughs> ben, ben the saddest, yeah. saddest, ben saddest Lammers is your uh, ACC Defensive Player of the Year here to make his ACC tournament debut. Who do you guys like here in the uh, Pitt-Georgia Tech game? First of all, what are we expecting the line to be? Uh, that's a good question. I it's going to be, gonna a, be it eight. might be a pick em. Second of all, we need to go quickly on this. Georgia we Tech's going to win. Way too much I'm time taking Georgia, we spent a lot of time on those playing games. I'm going to take Georgia Tech for sure. I'm re- this defense, you know, Passner, mm. his uh, Coach of the Year award, well-deserved in my opinion, oh, yeah. really surprised me. At the beginning of the year, we were all talking about, oh, man, well this deserved. is higher by, weight, uh, by Georgia Tech. Is- expected, to be a, yeah. expected to be pit minus one. Man, I'll take Georgia Tech. The defense wow. is too much. They'll find a little Absolutely. way to score. I'll take Georgia Tech. Absolutely, Georgia Tech. I'm taking Georgia Tech, and I have an angle to this. Okay, let's hear it. I was, at a, I was in a press conference with Kevin Stallings on Saturday. And he presented the tone of somebody, a coach, who hated his team, 
didn't like his players, and was ready for the season to be over. His tone, some of the things he brought up, the artists and young suspensions for being, uh, what, 10 minutes late to breakfast so they missed the first 10 minutes of the game. All these are red flags. I think he's done with the season. He wants his own guys. He wants to recruit his own guys for his system. And he's fed up with it. And I can see that. Yeah, they had some battles. Great. But I really don't think they're just going to rally around the banner like you think Godfrey is Taylor. So, um, I'm going for Georgia Tech. And I think that's a shoe in I think it is the lock yeah. of day one. Absolutely. Like, man, yeah. if it's really one... Yeah, you guys know that I'm uh what can I call myself a Georgia Tech fan? Maybe. Yeah. Sure. I, <laughs> yeah, sure. you picked them you picked them in the semis. Yeah, they've they've played really well this year against the spread. You know, there was a point where they were, you know, 70% against the spread this year. I still like them. I like them here especially. Consensus. Hit the consensus button. Yeah, and you know who else Georgia Tech helped us <laughs> with this past week or myself personally? Um who were they playing? Who they discovered against? Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Who it was it? It was Pitt. It was oh, yeah. Pitt. Yeah. They just did it. Yeah. Right? They just beat Pitt by nine. Yeah, yeah. they beat Pitt by nine at home in a, just a gross 61-52 victory. Yeah. And then just, they kind of forgot that uh, how to play basketball when they went up to Syracuse <laughs> and lost by 30. Uh, but that happens up there sometimes, so, so yeah. it goes. All right. That's enough for day one. We're going to day two. Where actual title contenders are going to show up, right? Maybe not. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> so. I don't think we're going to see anyone. Nobody wants to take the crown, you know? Heaviest is the head, right? That's what they say. The heavy the crown. lies the crown, right? Heavy is the head. The- no, okay, I've been thinking no, about the this. the head is not heavy. The crowd is heavy. I, 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 thought, I thought it was heavy is the head that wears the crown. crown. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. Yeah. Okay. I right. have a... Yeah. Taylor, our lit man over here. Yeah. Saving the saving the day. I have thought about this though. So seriously, and I've heard a couple other pundits around the college basketball world bring this up. The Popovich kind of theory, you know, like resting guys, whatever. If you're a team, let's say you're like a, a three seed, let's in the ACC tournament, let's say you're Notre Dame. Do you rest guys with the anticipation that you want to have fresh legs for the national tourney? Or not even rest, guys, but do you? does it play into the back of your mind somewhere no, that you're playing for the not National not at all, tournament? and I'll tell you why. You have a week to recover. I mean, a sure, less than a week if you get to the title game. If you get to Friday, you have probably six still days. a week yeah. or six days. Right. Worst argument out there. Yeah, these guys You've have been, been playing three to games a week shows for on the major several months. I mean, basketball is a rhythm game, right? I mean, exactly. it, you don't you don't want to take your guys out of rhythm. You want a higher seed. You, you do not want to get in an eight nine game. Right. You do not want to be a low seed because if you face a, a number one seed in your first weekend, you're going to lose. Right, yeah. right. And I that's mean, a fact. If you Unless remember, it's Gonzaga, the, even, maybe. even the year that uh, Notre Dame, you know, won the ACC tournament, that got them to a four seed and it led to them playing Kentucky, and they. Sh- I, I would argue to say they should have won that game. You know, Jeremy Grant missing the three from the corner. Uh, they had an opportunity mm, to beat an undefeated Kentucky team at the time. And I think, I don't know that they have that opportunity to get it all the way to the Elite Eight, you know, without playing and playing well in you the know, ACC tournament. There's a common misconception out there that, oh, just get into the tournament and anything can happen. It's the worst logic you can have. It really is. If you see a one seed, you're done. I mean, yeah. the statistics tell you if you're not seeing if you're seeing a one seed in the first weekend, 
you have an incredibly low percentage chance to make it to weekend two. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's I incredible. think especially I mean, this year. Let's think about the last one seeds to be bounced in week, uh, in the first weekend. I mean, Wichita State, right? And Villanova two years ago lost to. They were a two seed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, two two years ago they oh, lost they were. to NC State. They did. You're right. That's was was Virginia one seed when they lost to Michigan State? No, they were that two. Year? That was not. In the and first then the weekends. other one was Gonzaga. Uh, uh, the Kelly Olenek Gonzaga team was another one. Yeah. Really? They didn't lose to Michigan State in the first weekend. They did. That they was, did, but, but they, they were not were a one seed. seed. Oh, they were a two seed. Oh, mm-hmm. excuse yes. me. I miss Kelly Olenek. I'm sorry. In college basketball, of course, I'm following his pro career closely. All right, let's go to Wednesday. All right, Wednesday. Eight nine matchup is the only one we know. Woo. Syracuse and Miami. What a tough game. Playing at noon on a Thursday. Uh, I don't don't have angles on this. You guys go for it. Man, so I think, you know, Miami, uh, you know, I've said before, I think it's it's playing – really well right now uh, ever since they're they they stole one in charlottesville um you know this miami team is is built to win i think i think you know uh jaquan newton's time away from the team was good for everyone else i think their their team built around defense i think that they have a few other scoring op- options I, I like davin reed and and i think people are frankly too high on syracuse honestly did Luke, you just call him devin reed Devin Reed. the ESPN recappers have been calling Devin Hall Davon Hall and oh. Davon Reed, Devin Reed. So oh, I'm just trying no, to set I said Davin, straight. Davin It's confusing. Um, but, but anyways, this I think is the game that knocks Syracuse out of the tournament. I think that Miami wins. I don't think you see any more Syracuse this tournament. Um, this is it for – this is the last game of Syracuse's season. That's how I see it. Not, I, I They're agree. They're going to make the NCAA tournament, though. Because Yeah, they will. Mike, I, I think you're underestimating – the bubble and bias on the committee. Mm, I see. Well, they've had I, some really good wins, and they've had some very bad losses. But they also have a pretty good. They have a Hall of Fame coach. They have a name. They'll make the tournament. Mm-hmm. The bubble is so with, soft right. that I think no no team that's in that category is is yeah. flaunting the wins that Syracuse has. I, I have a. I agree with Mike here. Uh, I think Miami's going to win. I think the way to beat Syracuse is they get a lot of their points from the three point line. You got to push them off the three point line. Andrew White, amazing shooter. I've said it before. You want him to put the ball on the floor. Yeah, he's he just dropped forty. Yeah, he's Devin Reed can match up with him right. all and day. Miami's, yeah, I love Miami's Devin defense Reed. all day. Miami's defense is great. They are Devin great on ball man defenders, and that's what they need. And that's perfectly matched up for Syracuse. I think they're going to really harass them at the three point line on defense and on offense. I think they'll be able to work through that zone um, and be pretty deliberate. They have a very slow offense. They'll work it through the zone, and uh, I think they they take it here. I'm, I'm with Miami, too. Yeah. All right. And by the way, this line is projected to be minus two Miami. Give me the cues, man. Oh. Give me the orange. You, they won this game. They won this game by 15. Yes. Back in January. Correct. January. Yeah. Man, I don't, I don't even remember. It's a different world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a very different world. Yeah, that's world. Right. Doing January 4th in, in the dome, in the carrier. I was going to say. Yeah. At home has been a big part of their success. It's true. It's true. But hey, this game is played in the great state of New York. You don't mm. think that's going to play a part? Uh, the there are going to be a lot of Orange fans. Syracuse is a is a world away from New York City. 
I agree. There's going to be a lot of their fans, fans travel well. Their yeah. fans travel really yeah, well. Yeah, there are a fan. lot of Syracuse alumni. It's also it's all the sight lines in the dome, right? It's all the sight lines and the big mm. empty space. It's not the same. So that's in what Barclays. you're attributing. Yeah, the their funny. Success I'm, to I'm, the I'm glad that you're saying this, Guthrie, because it, it's funny because Ken Palm, whenever uh, Syracuse would play at Madison Square Garden, he would actually label it as a semi home game. Mm. But now that it's in Brooklyn, he's just calling it neutral. It's a little <laughs> further away. It's, it's a, a completely different borough. It's a different world. Yeah, it's a different world over there um anyways i okay so you, you like syracuse plus two that's yes i think i think there'll be a lot does of people anybody have a that. coin for me to flip oh is that, is that uh, how you're doing I this have one? No idea. <laughs> i mean i'll take syracuse just because they have plus two just okay. i'll take points yeah, take the points huh I'll take the points i mean right. that's with a semi-home game take the points are, i like it that's I mean, it's a really good eight nine game i would be on miami if they had if they went at tech i would have been on them but since they dropped that game, I still have some reservations about I mean, the Miami resurgence. I don't resurgence. know if they dropped that game. I think uh, Seth Allen won that game. Okay, for Tech. You know, I, I mean, don't know whatever if they you want to say. It. I think that Miami's been Seth one Allen of the hottest teams in the then... uh, country recently. I will, I'll say that. Despite okay. the two losses to their nemesis, Florida State, they've only lost to Louisville and then that Florida State game. And Virginia Tech. Oh, I'm sorry. And Virginia Tech, that's what I meant. Sorry. Okay. Next game, next potential game, Duke and Clemson. I'm just going to say it. You know what? I said it. Or NC State. You guys deal with it. <laughs> All right, Duke Taylor, Clemson. if you would have lived in an alternate reality, we could do that for another podcast. But for today, we're going to live in reality. Does, really does Clemson do. have an opportunity here to uh, play itself back onto the bubble? Uh, All right, they're 16 they need to get and 14. To semis I was going to say, they've gotta be, they would have to beat Duke and Louisville. Yeah, they got to get semis. Man. What a gauntlet. At the least. <laughs> and then they'd probably get North Carolina. Probably. Definitely. And, it, and as long as... Let, okay, <laughs> well, yeah, whatever. And as whatever, long as they anything don't lose by 20, I, I think they'd make the tournament. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. All right, who you guys like? Clemson Are we talking Duke? ourselves into Clemson in the ACC title game? <laughs> uh, no. Blossom no. game? Preseason, preseason <laughs> all-ACC first team? Yeah, yeah. third-team all-ACC in real life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's just just a very disappointing year, I think, all around. In, in, and this is uh, where it Clemson, ends for them. South Carolina, and this is this is where it ends. Right. It's too bad they used up all the magic on football season. Yeah, which I feel like if you yeah. talk to Clemson fans, they're okay with. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like basketball. Yeah, what's that? I'm, um, I'm going to go with Clemson here. Actually, I think that they, I do, I think they beat Duke. Oh. I, I don't even care about the points. I think they beat Duke here. And this is what kind of begins everybody. Everybody starts On, to get concerned, and this is. I think they cover. I don't know if they're going to win. Does not wow. get to the Sweet Sixteen. Well, what I mean, what could possibly be the line here? It's 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 going to be pretty decent. Yeah, I mean, I would assume it's going to be probably somewhere between eight and ten points for Duke. So Mike Jaffe has crossed the Rubicon and has entered into my camp of the non-trusting Duke community. Welcome. I'm glad to have you aboard. Yeah, it's good to be here. I'm glad to have you as a resident. I know yeah. you're the real estate agent, but I'm glad to welcome you into this community. Yeah. Taylor's still right. on the other side of the yeah, island. Duke is going to win this game. I thought you were about to say Duke's going to win the tournament. Like you said, Duke's going to win the regular season I did title say that. I'm, two, I'm, like a week ago. Give me you 10 said, like, more a minutes week in ago. this podcast, and I'll talk myself into Duke winning the tournament. Okay, I'll wait. Yeah. 10 minutes, start. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, Duke's going to win this game, I think. They just have too many weapons. Clemson, they'll keep it close, but uh, they just... They don't have the ability to run with Duke. They're not going to be able to to match up. More language of note from from the podium this week. I would like to mention to you that Coach K said, yeah, we'll get ready for the ACC tournament, and then we'll really get ready for the big one. I don't know if he cares. 
No, I think he, I, I think he's or maybe he's setting himself up with low expectations. Yes, he's lowering the bar. That's what it's all about. Lowering Even though Duke has done yeah, quite dude. well in that's, ACC tournaments in the last decade, but I will say this: I think he knows that, that there's no way he's going to get through either Louisville and Carolina back to back. So he's saying, you know what, we're going to prepare for the big one. And if they flame out in the big one, then they all look like a bunch of losers. That, that is a really good point, and it goes to my first reaction when I like actually looked at this bracket. Which is, wouldn't you rather be on the bottom half of this? If you're Florida St- I think Virginia is in a much better position than... Yeah, than Duke. Than yes. Duke, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So, I would yeah. agree. And I, I think even if you're, if you're Florida honestly. State or Notre Dame, you're in a better position than Louisville. I well, mean, listen, you, Virginia might be favored over Notre naturally, Dame. Naturally, you're higher seed, but... Virginia might be a favorite in that game. I think they will be, yeah. yeah. I definitely think they will be. I mean, I, th- I, I do think the Virginia seed here and, and spot in the tourney is better than... If they had ended up in, in Louisville's position at the four, yeah, or in Duke's position, mm-hmm. I, yeah, certainly, yeah. certainly in Duke's position, which is even higher. See, I mean, I think Florida State probably is really happy that they're the two seed here and not the one seed. If you if, the way this this shook out, yeah, this, yeah. I mean, if I had to really, bet on two teams well to make Georgia the title Tech to be in the semifinals, I'm yeah. if I'm doing odds to make the title with, uh, yeah. with Wake Forest, North Carolina number one, mm-hmm. Florida State number two, Virginia number three, Louisville number four. I mean, I think that's what I go with. Yeah, I, I, it's if you're a number one seed, and I, I mean, North Carolina has handled Louisville before, but Louisville is a brutal four seed to get through in this tournament. They're they're better yeah. than that seed might indicate. Yeah, I hope I hope it's North Carolina Louisville semi. That would be a great game to watch. Yeah, yeah, it was. It obviously wasn't a great game when they played at Carolina. Uh, I think on a neutral floor, and again, I think Louisville's playing. As well as anyone in the country right now, I think, you know, Spalding and Mitchell and Quinn Snyder, I just, I really like them. I really like them to be able to take out North Carolina if they do match up in the semifinals. Okay. Let's get a lower half, right? Because we're all picking... um, Wake to win? No. We've got (laughs) three Dukes and Clemson, right? No, we have, no, we have, we're split. Two Dukes and two Clemsons. We're split. Depending on the spread, but this is all dependent because that could change. Let's go down to the lower half. Um, yeah, Wake. I'll take Wake. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care what it is. I'm all, I'm rooting for Wake because I want them to win. Duke against, or I'm sorry, Wake, Wake Forest Wake against Virginia Tech. Tech. Yeah, yeah I, I like the matchup for Wake Forest. I don't see anybody being able to cover John Collins for sure. Yeah, who's gonna do it? I think that magic of South Allen runs out a little bit just in time for them to lock up their eight seed or nine seed in the tournament. I mean, to be fair, there were moments in the second half where he just got to the rim completely at will, but that's that speaks kind of to what you were talking about before with the poor defense of Wake Forest. Yeah. Their perimeter defense is not stingy, but, you know, <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. They have strengths elsewhere. They're going to score the basketball. This Virginia Tech team, not a great defensive team. Actually, Wake they they started throwing some uh, some some like weird zones. I remember. In oh, the, I thought you were gonna say shade. This is <laughs> yeah. They were throwing. You know what? Shade. I would say something about this game, but I want the Wake Savant to lead us home here. I, I'm not. I just want to give the floor to the Wake Savant. Just I go mean, ahead. I'll, I'll talk about Virginia. Virginia. I'll give you every Virginia angle you need, but go ahead, Wake. Virginia Savant. Tech has a good offense. I just mm-hmm. think they have little room for error, and that they don't. They're not going to grab a lot of offense rebounds. They're not going to any second chances hardly in this game. And uh, I think, you know, they they shoot a lot from three and wake yeah. the one problem with the one thing they do in their frantic D when they 
over rotate is they rush out and close out and guys get open two looks you know open looks going to the rim or open floaters mm-hmm. anything and if they can limit virginia tech to just that they'll be fine yeah and and honestly that's kind of how the game went in castle yeah, for those that don't follow college basketball as deeply as we do, Wake Forest did just beat Virginia Tech uh, by five points at home. Yeah. So, yeah, there's that precedent. It's already there. And they, I thought throughout the game they actually matched up pretty well. And Wake Forest went on a run at the beginning of the second half, and I think that run that you saw in the second half for Wake by you know, winning by 10 in the second half overall, I think that's a trend you would see continue in a, in a new and, matchup. And we're all and, acting like this is like a foregone conclusion. Let's be honest. This is going to be a tough game. I mean, I can very easily oh, see Virginia Tech yeah. winning. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, Virginia Tech will be favored by two or three. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's very – yeah, absolutely. I, 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 I'm not saying it's a Luke foregone happy. conclusion, but I would – I would cash my 401k and put it all on Wake in this game. Okay, so we I have three Wakes and one Virginia Tech, and this should be close to a pick'em, right? Yeah, I think it'll be two or three by Virginia Tech, but yeah, I could see it being a pick'em too. Sure. Wait, sorry, did you take Tech? Is that... No, I took Wake. Oh, who who took Tech? <laughs> Taylor did just to be nobody. I took Wake. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah nobody. Convent. Oh, yeah. Okay, this is what I, I like see to this. hear. There's plenty of room, I mean, boys. I'm telling you, oh, I'm the, on. the, the I'm on real the, problem is that Wake Forest isn't going to be in the game because Boston say, right College is going to be there. <laughs> right now we're picking Wake problem. to win two games over Virginia Tech to win one. That's a recipe for disaster. Guthrie is winning three. So yeah, They're going to keep going. You think um, you think I'm wrong. I would love that. Virginia, Georgia Tech, since we have a Georgia Tech consensus, I'm going to go ahead and lead this one. Okay. Mike Jaffe thinks that Georgia Tech is going to win this game, even though he was at Degenerate Day watching yeah. Virginia wax the they floor with Georgia Tech. They won that game. They, they covered. Ben Lammers is not. <laughs> <laughs> that was a 17-point line. Georgia Tech and lost won- by 11. It was never in doubt. They won by six. <laughs> oh, it was in doubt. Oh, no. You were running to the kitchen like a, uh, yeah, I'm not going to well. talk about it. Ben Lammers against the post trap <laughs> is like a kid who's afraid of the dark in a closet and he's locked in. So that's my analogy for that. That hit a little too close to home. Triggered. <laughs> triggered. You triggered my claustrophobia. I mean, if you think Ben Lambert's is going to figure out a post trap in a game where he's not going to have time to prepare because he's preparing for Pitt, I think you're. Teams prepare they, for Pitt? Well, so they pl- everybody's played all these guys before. It's not like the NCAA tournament where like you're playing someone you've never seen. Okay. Yeah, you've played these guys at least once, usually twice. What else? What else is going right for Virginia right now? Oh, tell me. Uh, you, you, do you want to hear? Yeah. Okay. That's um, what. That's what you're. Let's give start me that about insight. this. Give me that good. Good. Well, okay. Uh, there was a switch that was made following the Miami game, where Bennett went back to a more traditional trains on the track is the the quote that they like to throw around type of offense. So there was more structure to the the offense. And this actually started after the UNC game. So he gave players less freedom, which meant they had to be in spots. For example, at certain times, they couldn't go rogue. There were more screens to be set. And when a player got the ball with an open look, it was trigger pull, automatic. And that's what's changed for this team recently. And it's been an incredible Revelation. So they've been they've been in rhythm offensively running through the system. Yes, this is true. More screens are being well, set. Let's and ignore it, the okay. Miami game. Let's talk about that. more we'll screens. Just ignore being they set. played two home games. And this then is important. Game against more screens State. being set is is wearing down some of the opposing players on other teams. For example, North Carolina 
running through all those screens, get a little bit worn down in that game. And mm-hmm. I think we can all admit to that. Yeah, that looked, was a very one. impressive game. I still that was a couple, very physical game. I mean, a couple all, weeks out from that, I'm still impressed. By second of all, let's talk about the small ball revelation, which I was calling for back in I don't know January. It's like mm-hmm. the, the destiny of this team is three and D, which is not a bad idea in 2017, since you know, the NBA has gone in that direction. So they put Ty Jerome and Kyle Guy on the floor, and all of a sudden, Parentes is getting more open looks. Because you can't sag the wings anymore. Right. Let, let me ask you a, a question about that. Also, their block percentage is up dramatically compared to last year, and it is the are highest those, block percentage. Are those because of the minutes by Diakite, you think? I mean, he's really Diakite been blocking Saul. a lot of shots. So right. the block percentage is up significantly. It's the highest Saul of the had a couple two-handed blocks in the UNC game, which I was shocked to see. That guy is awkward, man. That guy plays some awkward basketball. <laughs> Let me tell you, whoever pulled him off the the plains of you know New, New Zealand, Zealand and brought him over here to play basketball, you know he he didn't look like he's meant to be on the hardwood. For he's sure. straight out of Lord of the Rings. That's but, where know, it was filmed. You I, got it. I'm <laughs> Luke. Let me ask you a question. This is for Luke and Guthrie, our our resident homer and our resident expert. Do you trust Kyle Guy? Legitimately, let's say you yeah, know I they're do. in the semifinals of the AC tournament. Do you trust Kyle Guy taking? He just doesn't give a crap. He'll Twelve shoot. shots, fourteen shots. I yeah, mean, he's taking a lot of shots in these games. I I think he's someone who's not gonna. He doesn't care if he goes through a little slump. It's not gonna affect him mentally. He went through his slump already this year. And yeah, he, he did. It and now he's back. To, he's hit ten of his last fourteen. I think that's a pretty good clip from three. No conscience. Kind of love that about him. Also, more numbers, and this is thanks to my. Our good friend, my good friend, Chris Wright at the Saber.com. You can check out this column. Go subscribe to him. But he compiled some great numbers concerning Virginia and their metrics off of spot-up shooting. And they're in the 93rd percentile, which is very good. Hmm. And, and that, that, that is of, for efficiency? Or is that yes. number of percentage of makes overall versus their field goals made? No, that's efficiency. Now, if you want to take a look at... Um, now, overall makes, actually, but spot-up shooting is a good portion of their overall Yeah, that's offense. what I was saying. I don't know, I I don't know the here. exact percentage. For example, transition, like they're like, I don't know, 98th percentile in transition, but it only composes like less than 10% of their offense. Right. right. So right. how much do you value that? Yeah. But you, anyway. Interesting. Do you interesting. worry about them moving forward the same problem that I've that I, I think I mean, I've seen I wouldn't worry season. about Georgia Tech if I was Virginia. Okay, yeah, yeah. I guess yeah, so. I mean, let's assume that the spread is very similar to what you had in the uh, game at home against Virginia. Let's assume it's a 13-point spread for UVA. Do you like them? I mean, they're advancing. Do I don't you know like them to, to cover? cover? I, I no, would, no, I would not say at 13. 13 similar. points is tough. It's too many? Price is too high? Yeah, too, I mean, because... Too rich. They play so slow. How many possessions are they going to have in this also, game? It's about sending players to the bench when you have a comfortable enough lead. That's what it's about. And under three minutes to go, if you're up 15, you're going to send them. I mean, the spread the was bench. 17 when they were at home. So even on a neutral floor, it would actually likely be a nine point spread if you're just going to take at out least, the home court. And they just, they just beat Pitt and Virginia by 25. Has, so. And they've won three games in a row. So that's going to elevate the spread even more. Yeah. So it's going to be it's going to be up there. It's, it's, so yeah, it could I, be close to double digits. If it's 13, I'd take Georgia Tech. If it's Eight, I'd pick Virginia. All right. Fair enough. How about you, Taylor? And Georgia Tech also can't shoot, so that's 
a problem if you're playing Virginia. <laughs> that is a problem. Yeah, that is a problem. They, Georgia like Tech's a offense problem. leaves a lot to be desired. Pretty bad. It's not a good offense. Pretty yeah. bad. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, honestly, this is a pretty ideal matchup, I'd say, for Virginia. It, just in terms of in terms of pace, in terms of like makeup physically of the other team. Georgia mm-hmm. uh, Tech is a cover machine, though. Would they you go so far as to take the under? They're cover monster. Two what, defensive I mean, oriented is, teams that play really slow. I don't know that. If under, the over under is like, it's going to be like one thirty five. It's going to be like oh, one absolutely under. It's going to be like one twenty three. That's mm. really low. I don't know. But, Still probably under. Yeah. It might. It might be. I, I don't know. I'm. I'm taking Georgia Tech, assuming the the spread's somewhere around thirteen. Yeah, assuming it's even at eight, I would still take Georgia Tech. Oh, I think gosh, there should Michael. be five, five, Michael, six, Michael, seven we point need game. To teach Michael basketball. Oh, wait, man. wait, a five, six. I thought you were going to take Georgia Tech to win this game. Though. Oh no, no, no! I, I'd take him against the spread. Have we already run. determined that for Mike, winning means covering the spread? <laughs> but, but he, but but Mike said that they were going to be a semifinalist. Yeah, I did several months ago, <laughs> and then they got matched up with UVA. Honestly, if uh, they were in the other half yeah, of the bracket, true. If they're playing Notre North Dame Carolina? here in a rubber match, I mean, they're they're a great matchup for, for Notre Dame. You, you'd like to see them play Duke, maybe? Oh, yeah, Mike, I'd love to see them play Duke. Up, I think Mike. they'd beat rise Duke. Rise up. Jeffy. I can't do it. I can't do it. I don't. All right, so our quarterfinals are set. Oh, our, our imaginary <laughs> quarterfinals. <laughs> Email swap. So who's in, who's in the quarterfinals? Give it to me. Read it to me. So I believe we have North Carolina. And Sierra Miami. And Sierra Miami. Because we were split there, is that right? right? Suriami. Suriana. Yeah, we're split Suriami. there. So, we, so, yep, that's that's in stone. So uh, that's just North Carolina, then. It doesn't matter. Everybody's yeah, we, North, yeah Carolina. North Carolina. Okay, so North Carolina moves on to the semifinal. Louisville, Louisville Duke. I'm picking Louisville. What a great game. Louisville, Louisville Clemson. So Clemson loses, <laughs> loses to Louisville. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. But everybody oh, man, has Louisville. So everybody's got North Carolina, Louisville in the ACC semifinal on, on, that, on Friday that half of the night. I don't know, guys. I, I'm looking forward to Duke-Louisville. <laughs> oh, here's some Duke apologies Keep moving. Keep Taylor. going. Keep going. Okay, so. So then you got Florida, Florida State, State, Wake yep. Forest. Florida State, Wake Forest. Wow. Are we really <laughs> you consensus got on Wake Forest? This is like your... This is your moment. This is Wake this Forest is why I wake in up in the morning. Florida State. I mean, these are two of your babies. Come home to roost. <sighs> Florida State and Wake Forest. I got to stick to my guns. Wake Forest advances here. Never forget your children. Oh, there we go. First love, Guthrie. Wake what Forest love. advances here. What love. That's a Mike quote from last year. Like, with a bullet punches their ticket to the big dance. Emphatic. Wow. I, They're I'm already a- in. Already in. No, I guys. I think if that Michigan State is team they, is in, then Wake Forest is in. They're if projected Forest, first four out right now. If correct? Wake Forest loses to Boston College, that could be pretty devastating. Oh, yeah. What, what is happen. it? Wake Forest is one and nine against the RPI fifty. Okay, it's RPI. Not, I think they have two. I think RPI they have two wins, is yeah. a terrible metric. I hate that people are still it's talking still about it. It's still being used, though. It's yeah. still being used. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Listen, the they're thirtieth in Kempom. That's all that matters. I mean, right. there's sixty-four there teams. Go. Come on, it's easy. All right. So once Wake Forest beats Florida State, uh, the last the last quarterfinal. That's uh, not happening. Well, wait, 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 wait. Let's, yeah. You want to talk about this? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah you're going to the last quarterfinal. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Notre Dame and then Virginia. That'll be the yeah. Yep, that's the last quarterfinal. Man, I still want Georgia Tech to be in there. You're right. I do still feel Yeah, that. what's going I on I think there? Georgia Tech would win this rubber match against Notre Dame. They've played them tough this year. 
but oh, if you it want is it so badly, yeah, I do. I want it so badly. If it is Notre Dame, Virginia, though, I, I got to take Notre Dame. I mean, as well as Virginia's playing recently, I just think that Notre Dame's a really good matchup for them. Uh, I yeah, think defensively, that, that they're playing good. better yeah. than anyone else. They're a else. really good matchup. Mike Bray's never beaten a Virginia team. Ever. Never? Ever, never. Oh, man. Well, this yeah, seems so like a, a, well, really seems good, like a good place though. to start. Yeah. Yeah. Luke, they're you're a really a, good matchup. You're a big believer in the uh, revenge game and what they lost by like 20 points Except or when somebody so? absolutely dominates you. That's when I just kind of have to like, eh. Like Duke, Virginia. Duke dominates Virginia recently. So if Duke played yeah, Virginia, I would say true. like Duke advantage. But if Virginia's playing Notre Dame, I'll say advantage Virginia. Okay. All right, I'll take North, I'll take Notre Dame. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's Mike. <laughs> yeah, yep. It's so tough. I don't know what to think about that. No, it's not that tough. Did you watch the South Bend game I mean, where the crowd was in, out of their minds and they got run out of their own gym? They got run out of their own gym. Yeah, they they had a weird game. And this one. is pre-peak Virginia. This is pre-peak it was. Virginia. This is the peak for Virginia? That was kind it's of happening right now? No, they, they <laughs> yeah. were like two peaks. It was a peak Virginia, and they went through a valley, and now they're back up to that peak. Uh, if you beat North Carolina, that counts, right? If you, if you hold them yeah, to 43. Yeah, no, I'm saying that they they're back. They had a very good uh, game. They had a very good game. That, And then you followed up with a 20-plus point victory over Pitt? Right? Well, that's that's a highlight in my book. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Guthrie, you need to find this Pitt fan who did something to you. He did something to you. I, I don't mean, know in what that, it was. In that game, the Virginia-Notre Dame game, Notre Dame took 18 threes, which is much fewer than they usually take. And VJ Beecham was shot, like 0 for 7. Yeah, and they shot 16%. And at the beginning of the game, it wasn't like they were contested. It was just they were getting open looks and they were just yeah. missing a ton. I, oh, that's right. It, it makes me very mm-hmm. suspicious. I mean, I don't think they're going to shoot 16% in this next yes, game. You're so cute. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Just, just pick Notre Dame. All three of you. Yes, can all three looks. do it? I hope you all three hey, do it. They Blast. shoot fewer threes. Okay, well, who are you taking? Just do it. I think I'm still going to take Virginia. Oh, stop it! Uh, I don't want you on my team. Classic. <laughs> two point win. Whenever Taylor's on my team, things don't go well. So uh, the the South Bend game that you're you guys are referencing, I I might have placed a wager on that game, and it wasn't with the team that I like to cheer for. Mm-hmm. So I'm wow. also. I can't believe you do that. I've done that shame a, a few shame. times this year. <laughs> shame. Let's but hey, I'm going to do it again. Notre Dame with the points. I guess we don't yeah. really we have any idea I, what I spread assume is. In, with I one assume that it'll with be one a point. We're saying it's one point. Like okay, yeah, one point. Give me, give me the point. I mean, I'll probably take the points. Actually, in no, that Virginia game should be the favorite. Yeah, they Virginia should, should be. Favorite. They should be. They should be. Right, Virginia by three. Okay, I'm just if they're away from Virginia, not even to make the second round. I just want Taylor to change his mind. All right, so that's a wrap, I think, of the quarters, right? Uh, split on Syracuse, Miami, which we should be. I mean, who wouldn't be? I think we have some Clemson sentiment in this room. I really do. Yeah, yeah. I, I really believe. I believe that they'll make a run in this yeah. tournament. And then Brown we have, we have that inc- heat under his incredible, butt. incredible wake for us sentiment. Eh, it's a, yeah, realistic. No, it actually realistic seems like the logical choice at this point, which and then is weird. Virginia over Georgia Tech because your defensive player of the year is going to be neutralized because he's going to be, um, I don't know, waiting for people to attack the rim who are not going to be there. He's guarded by a yeah, Kiwi. He's, going to, he's, going to wait, he's waiting for interior players who are not going to have the ball. I was going to say, they don't attack And the when he has the ball, <laughs> he's going to be the, like this, uh, what did I say? The kid who's afraid of the dark who's locked in a closet, so. Yeah. Oh, Ben Lammers, baby. He's going to knock Virginia out of this tournament. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Josh Koji is going to get to the lane all day, baby. I feel like previewing the semifinals is just too hard, even though we did say North Carolina-Louisville. Yeah, I think Book that's it. that's a good thing to preview. I think I think we can, <sighs> we can bank God. that. 
Who would, you, who would you pick in that game? Oh, great game. I would pick UNC. As much as I want to pick against UNC in every single game, I mean, I would pick UNC. Can yeah. we pick Wake Forest on its third game against Wake for, uh, against Florida State? I don't think we can. We can't do that. No, no. We can't They'll do that. lose by like four. I would say Florida they're going to get some points, pick them to so cover. we've got three semifinalists, the and then we've got three Notre Dames and one Virginia. So, cool. All yeah. right. Fair enough. I'm the Virginia man. You guys are Notre Dame, even though Notre Dame's never beat Virginia, ever. What else do we have to talk about? Um, how Who's going to random... win the ACC tournament? If we had to pick, <sighs> I mean, obviously UNC is the obvious choice, but I mean, if you had to pick somebody else. Uh, would you say Duke Taylor? I'm just uh, offering that up on a platter to you. Uh, yeah, As much as I want to pick Duke, I'm not. It's <laughs> too much. Why would you want to? I don't know why you want to. I, w- I want to. Why? Because I... St- Still think they've they've got something. They got a lot of talent. They've got, they got some shooters. Yeah, they got Let's something. talk about potential. Let's talk about, about potential. Let's talk I'm about potential. Just waiting for him to what? really get think, it together. Think, here's Taylor. I think if Duke reaches their potential, they'll win the ACC tournament. But if they don't reach the, their potential, then they won't. Okay, that's great. Fair yeah, criticism. Great. Fair criticism. I actually think, you know, I I think Florida State. I actually think Virginia has the best chance to win the tournament besides the UNC. I think Virginia has a strong case to make about why they would win the tournament. The computers have it as UNC, Virginia, Louisville, Florida State. Yeah, so the top four seeds. No, Virginia's not a top Ah, four seed. Yeah, remember? They're they're the sixth seed. Yeah. Yeah. Just Mm. like you predicted. All right. All right. right. Okay, let's scattershoot. What do you say, guys? Let's go outside the conference to come home. First of all, we didn't bring this up last week, but it needs to be brought up. And Guthrie and I have talked about this multiple times. Did y'all watch the Arizona UCLA game part two? Uh, oh yeah, we watched it. Yeah, we were we, actually. I was with. That was Taylor. like a week or two ago. Was that a week? Uh, or two I was ago? with Taylor in his house, and we were gambling on it. And it got we got very passionate about it. Lonzo Ball is the best player in the country. It's I, not even. I close. love him. I love him. Lonzo, have you watched TJ Leaf play? Lonzo. Lonzo Thomas Can I tell you something? Thomas Range. Stop it. Stop it. Extraordinary. Wait, should we call James Keith? This is my moment, all right? Jay Billis said yesterday, um, not yesterday, in the Duke Carolina game, Justin Jackson has the best mid-range game in the country. And I was like, are you familiar with Thomas Welsh? Yes. Yeah. Are you familiar with He's Thomas automatic. Welsh? automatic. Oh, it's my God. It's unbelievable. Are you watching this? Right. That's somebody I want to play. Second coming of Serge Wicker. Dude, Taylor and Luke are agreeing about something. <laughs> Hit the fucking button. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> You know, as much as Mike wants to play Xbox with uh, Justin Jackson, I just want to go like hug Thomas Welsh, like that baby face man yeah. who just does not miss. I would give him the ball. I would give him a touch every possession if I was offered. Why not? He's like Lamarcus Aldridge from 17 feet, right? Yeah, he's amazing. Holy I mean, hell! He's, he's a great mid-range jump guess shooter. Guess what his guess what his field goal percentage is? 98. <laughs> he's actually one for one from three, so you're not that far off from three. But that was that was the last game. We saw that three. You and I did. We watched oh, it live. Yeah, that's right. Oh we my god. He's shooting fifty seven percent from that's the two. Ridiculous. Ooh. He What a player. Yeah. He's that fire. I mean, it's amazing. He shoots like a uh he shoots a percentage from mid range that is like a a he doesn't he, really get the appreciation. No. Like, well, it, he's it, overshadowed by the rest of his team. Well, yeah. Okay, first three names that come to the mind of a non-degenerate um, basketball Lonzo watcher. Lonzo Ball, TJ Leaf, Leaf, and then Holiday. 
is the third. Well, yeah. I would think Alford, maybe. Yeah, just probably he's Alford. Yeah. Sure, Alford. Uh, well, he's yeah. been there forever. Okay, right? so the fifth name, he's like five on the list. Yeah, yeah. yeah Isaac Hamilton was Isaac a five-star. Yeah. Isaac Hamilton, five-star yeah. Recruiter another another guy that's been there yeah. a while. You know who uh, Thomas Welsh reminds me of? If you ever read a the baby? comic strip? A baby in the Cradle? Uh, yes. Okay. No, but kind of. If you ever read the comic strip Bloom County, going real deep, Wikipedia is everyone. I had deep. to look this up. Bill the cat is a very large orange tabby cat. He's like long and skinny, kind of awkward. He is Bill the cat. Talk to look up Bloom County. I'm, right I'm looking it up right now. I thought you were gonna say like Jughead or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> he kind of got that feel too. Also, <laughs> All right. I've All watched right. two two UCLA games intently where um the point spread may or may not have been on the line for um, you know, glory reasons. Alford went to the line one trip, and I was like, I'm kind of shaky about this one. He's missed in some clutch situations. Thomas Welsh went to the line in a clutch situation, and you know what? I didn't even have to watch. I went to the refrigerator and got myself another beer <laughs> because I knew what was happening. And you know what? When I returned, UCLA put up two extra points on the board. Wow. He is 30 of 32 from the year. That's from ridiculous. The free throw line from the That year. is absurd. It's absurd. It's also absurd. He's he only, only shot has 32. It's because throws. he never goes to the basket. He just like injured. he shoots a jumper over somebody. He was injured yeah, for a little bit. He at was. The beginning. Yeah, that's true. Thank you, Catherine. It was like I don't know, quarter of the year. Where would we be going with this? Okay, Still. I want to tell you about ESPN. Was like <laughs> was plugging during this game. You two saw it. The interview with Lavar Ball. It's coming up, and you don't want to miss it. What he said was extraordinary. Wait, is Lavar the father? Yeah, something like okay. that, right? And they yes. what, what do you mean something like, like that? Is it the father it's or is it the is, brother? As our friend Maury likes to say, he is the father. <laughs> <laughs> the, is it Lamar or is it Lavar? It's one of the two, Okay, right? all right, all right. I think who's the, bro- who's the brother of, of Lanta? Lamelo. There, there are a few. Lamello, Lamello, you no, know, there's yeah. three, and they made a deal. They're all going to UCLA. LiAngelo, Lamelo, and Lonzo. Yes. Right? Okay, let's get back to this. Because this is just a great moment. In Lavar Ball is his from, name. From the worldwide leader. They show a picture of a random UCLA fan oh, and I his wife. This. Did you see this? I heard about it. I didn't a see it. A random just screenshot. There's oh, a random don't... black dude that was a UCLA fan, right? <laughs> exactly. Yes. yes. They're like, oh, that's so yeah, racism. Like, yeah, they're like, LeVar Ball next. And it's like not LeVar it's, Ball. It's, it was just like It was some certainly other troublesome dude. that not. they just picked out a random guy in the crowd <laughs> yeah, with like a, a UCLA hat on. And like, yeah, yeah, that's, no, that's him. the guy. And, yeah. we, and we were, he was next to his wife, and we were losing it. Yeah, nobody's learning anything from OJ. Made in America, you know, you know? <laughs> and then they come back, and it, it was, was Charles Barkley. It was it was Shulman or whoever's doing the game with. Oh, I don't think it was good. pass. No, you're right. You're right. It was Shulman. It I was remember. Shulman. And he I said, remember, "Actually, there's been reason. a mistake, and uh, Lamar Ball is actually not in attendance. There's been a terrible mistake." <laughs> and so, and yeah. wait, so I, now it seems like we're going outside of conference to talk about people that we like. And I'm actually looking back at UCLA's schedule right now, and I see that they beat, you know, probably someone that I consider a top four team in the country right now, which is Michigan. Uh, you know, oh, I think they, yeah. <laughs> you know, so like it looks say. like they beat Michigan 102 to 84. Um, so that was back when Michigan didn't know how to play defense. Yeah, that was December. Um, but just to let our listeners know, about an hour ago before taping, Mike came on my radio program and said to my audience or our audience, <laughs> my boss and I's audience, that Michigan was going to make the Final Four book it when I was asking him for an non-ACC teams who he was high on. <laughs> yeah. I had, well, and I had to backtrack. <laughs> I had to, like, come back and 
clean up behind him, his I'm throw up you. mess all over the doorstep, all over the, you know. I'm telling you, if the there's banister, a guy that you can fall in love with, and I look for guys to fall in love with when I cheer for teams in March. It's Moritz Wagner, I think is oh yeah, yes. Wagner. Yeah, I mean this guy uh, German, is such an animal. So this this is like a hyper passionate big man who's got touch and can rebound the basketball. Uber passionate. You got Muhammad yeah. Al Abdul Rakim, who is a beast. You know, taking the ball to the basket. Derek Dude. Walton. Derek Walton. One of the greatest point guards currently playing college basketball. Absolutely. No, <laughs> absolutely. He's he been is. fantastic. He's, He's a stud. I'm just loving I'm your love you, for Michigan. This, this is the team. The very first thing I'm going to do when I go to Vegas nine days from now is I'm going to find Michigan to make the Final Four, and I'm going to take $500, and I'm going to bet them. And it, I'm going to wow. get 20 so, to 1. I'm going to get 20 right to now, 1 odds. Right now, they're, worst they're, idea they're looking like they're going to be right around the 8-9 line. Okay, depending perfect. On, depending so, on how they go. So if they don't get in Gonzaga's bracket, you're screwed. Oh, no, no, no. They could beat North Carolina. Are they going to beat Villanova? Mm, there would be a bad matchup for Villanova. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see. To make things interesting, right now in the— They play in the Big Ten. In the Big Ten is not going to see a team in These the guys are excellent. I'm telling you. In the most recent Joe Lunardi po- uh, bracketology— Pod? He has pod, a podcast. Yeah, he has a podcast. Oh, okay. I'm sure he does. I don't know. But in his most recent bracketology, he— Michigan's a nine seed matched up against Miami in the first round as an eight seed. Nah, they can mm. beat Miami. Oh, oh. who are they? Who would be the one seed that they play? Villanova. Oh, perfect matchup. Did I say that <laughs> matchup? Perfect matchup. I can't wait. Now they actually do play the four in one out or four out one in. Um, they'd actually be a great matchup for Villanova. Yeah, this is a team who lost to Virginia Tech at home in the challenge. That Just was, want to that. that was a totally well, different team. I think it is. I will use this to make a larger point. Which is that I think it's important to recognize which teams were are completely different from the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. and a lot of the public because you don't watch a ton of those games or you only see them in non-conference games like the big ACC. So big this team challenge. finished ten and eight in the Big Ten, and you're trying to sell tickets to the bandwagon. I'm, I'm going to deny those tickets and go somewhere else. I don't know if I'm talking specifically ten about and eight them. in the Big Ten. That is an awful mark. Forget. I mean, forget this is six. My team. Michigan hey, State finished ten and eight. You can have UCLA eight. in their third ranking. Right. I'll take Michigan. I actually think. <laughs> Who that, do you got, Guthrie? <laughs> hey, dude, Michigan has had a pretty fantastic year honestly like a 10 and 8 in the conference wow fantastic year for the expectations the expectations surrounding this team especially after the non-conference like they started Mm -hmm. four and six in conference they Mm -hmm. had a pretty you know not great loss at home against ohio state right that's that's a big blemish right there but other than that i mean they did beat smu just off talent they beat them by 22 that's a really great win i mean that's a great win they also lost to illinois Illinois is a good team. Look, I, I I'm they not also gonna, lost to Ohio State. Also, I don't want to I don't want to sully myself here because I can tell that you guys are not high on the Big Ten. They also lost. I actually, 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 I think, actually like the I like the Big Ten being undervalued in the tournament. Yes. I'm actually going to bet them. Pretty I agree. Soon. Everybody has said the Big Ten hard. is so bad that like I think you're going to get some really nice lines. Yeah, I think so. The Big Ten too. teams and they're not yep. that bad. They're, they're not actually. I'm definitely not going to Vegas. The Big Ten, because you know what? I'm going to bet against Big Ten teams, and you guys are going to be mad, and I'll be happy. So I don't want to be like the lone person happy on the trip, so I'm not going to go. The I'm interesting not going with thing, you guys. the interesting thing about people thinking the Big Ten is so down this year is they're actually doing better than last year. By the numbers, they're the fourth best, con- the fourth best conference. Yes, that's right. 
And they were fifth best last year. They're it's, not that. Get, I mean, just get, a, get the gold stars out for fourth best conference. Worse in the, Big East. The, the thing is, they just don't have any teams that are really like the top tier of teams in the right. nation. But right. they have a bunch of teams that are like pretty good. And because people have, you know, internalized the Big Ten is bad this year, they're going to play some team that's like, you know, a mid tier team from another Power Five conference, and they're going to get a really nice line, mm-hmm. and it's going to be really attractive. Yeah. From so a gambling the traditional Maybe powerhouses cover, of the Big Twelve, oh, yeah, well, Big Ten. I'm using Mike Sam here. Well. If you cover the spread, you've won the game. I think. Uh, how about this? Since we're talking about just conference tournaments, Michigan's going to win the Big Ten tournament. How about that? Oh, boom, boom! Yeah. <laughs> how many, um, how, what odds would you like yeah. me to give? You? I'll, I'll be the. If you give me, if you give I'll me eight this. to one odds, I'll I'll bet you a hundred dollars. I'm not doing eight to one. How about I, you know my profession? It's one. it's one or two levels above. I was going to say Bob he's, he's, here. He's, Luke's going to have to turn a lot of tricks on the radio to make up for that bet. <laughs> Why you're going to win hundred dollars? They might not even get out of the first round against a good Illinois See, team. You three are over here with your like your regular real jobs, and I'm over here just a couple <laughs> notches above what Bob Knight said. So I mean, you can't throw out that kind of. Michigan's going to lose to Purdue hmm. on on the tenth, like. Sorry. Purdue, okay. Purdue's yeah. best team Purdue's by far. Good. Yeah. Okay. Enough I, of this Big Ten talk. Yeah. All right. Who are your teams? I mean, we have UCLA. We have Michigan. Who are your two teams? Oh, Guthrie and Cincinnati is got? my team. I said oh. it back when we did this. Oh, yeah, Cincinnati is good, man. I like oh, I like McCronin a lot. SMU also. Taylor and I like did, SMU. Did you Did you hear that segment he did? Uh, it was like a two-minute blurb that um, was posted on ESPN. About Are you really like checking your phone? Hmm? Oh, are you looking it up? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, you're not even was like, very upset. You're not even I'm like sorry. pretending. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was looking it up. I haven't seen it before. I was I was about to get a sorry. little a little Go upset. Ahead. Go ahead. No, I'll it's, it's it. all right. It's right. part saying, two of Guthrie's like, I'm gonna walk home. Hey, that I was that was quite a night. I, there was there was a valid reason for getting that angry. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I didn't get the reference I was looking at. Sorry. Go ahead. No, dude, no, no. It's fine. Um, I'll just say that I like McCronin a lot, and uh, I like. Is Cincinnati. he still dying? <laughs> <laughs> no, just so he had, he had did he have a, an aneurysm? Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which uh, I mean, that, I that see, can like I sneak see up you on know, you. Like what they're playing for. <laughs> that is scary. I no, no. It look, is, I, it I, is. I, I, it can, it can really like. The I think I have like seven be, strokes can be a day. Hidden. I mean, I really think that. I can't tell if I'm just dehydrated or what, but I'm sure I'm convinced I have at least seven strokes a day. Anyways, anyway, so yeah, uh, mid- yeah, I like Cincinnati. <laughs> that's your, that's your team. Okay, what hey, about Guthrie, you, Taylor? I just have to ask one question: Are you a Chris Mack fan as a head coach? Uh, uh, no, no. <laughs> okay, all right. Just had to qualify that, Taylor. Like I've, I've talked. To, okay, uh, yeah, I've talked about this. I think I, I I'm not a fan. All right, let me talk to you about another. Uh, one Does of the, Chris Mack still even coach? Yeah, who's he coach? He's Xavier, a good coach. Luke's gonna hate me for saying he's a good coach, Xavier. but oh, yeah, he's Xavier a good coach. coach. Uh, no, I, I was just no. I was like doing the doppelgamer game. Oh right yeah, there. I was like he's like. He's, yeah, yeah. Except he's, he's like the, he's much taller. He's like the taller, like of the McCrone. shitty version of McCrone. Whoa, I'm serious. McCrone is terrific. They're both good coaches. I know he's, you know, he's much better groomed than Chris Mack as well. Okay, let me talk to you while we're talking about teams that you're going to have really good value on in the tournament. I think some of the 
I, I, Cincinnati's my team. Okay. I picked them weeks ago. Speaking you get, you of cannot I, claim them. Okay. Neither can Guthrie. That's Guthrie's fine. trying oh, to. Yeah. No, Speaking, I, I'm just I'm letting Luke know that he's right. Great. That's, that's, yeah, in that's a, it. In a similar vein as how I think some of the Big Ten teams are going to get good value because people are going to think they're bad, some of the non-Kentucky and non-Florida SEC teams mm-hmm. think you're going to get South some Carolina? good value. Yeah. And by specifically, are I'm there, talking about Vanderbilt and oh. Arkansas. Is Vanderbilt going to make Vanderbilt? it? I'm sure. Vanderbilt's kind of on the bubble. Are we sure I'm they're really going to be I'm really hoping they make it. I'm really hoping they, they might. They beat Florida. They swept last week. Florida. Yeah, and they beat them and they in the last game of the season. They swept Florida. We bl- they blew that. Guthrie yeah. and I watched. We watched it. Bryce Drew is a hell of a coach out there, formerly of the who? Valpo? Valpo! Yeah. yeah. And the, I, <laughs> Valpo not going to make the tournament this year. <laughs> so sad. Love uh, you, Horizon League. Go, we, Oakland. Vanderbilt has done some good things. Uh, their their offense is like completely predicated on getting three-point shots, but they have Lou Cornette, seven one. He has the NCAA record now set this season for most three-pointers made by a seven-foot or taller player. You can really if you don't have a big guy that can guard the pick and pop. Is that, that can is there stretch like out. ten other guys that he was competing with? I don't know. Okay, but he has you know he he's taken 146 threes this year, so he's he shoots it's, a good amount of threes. It's very rare for me to hear you praise a finesse big man. Yeah, I, you like it's you weird like for a me. Bruiser. It's weird for me. I you like, like a, a guy who's three hundred. You gotta wrap this up because other people have things to say. Okay, I'm just saying. I mean, Riley the Chance, Nolan Kressler. Okay, Their team is full you of three-point shooters. You cannot name full every player in the faces team. Is what it is. Yeah. All right. Congratulations, Playing Vanderbilt. A, yeah, if you horrible. make the tournament, and we'll Arkansas, look- a little bit different. They play really fast, really up tempo. Mm-hmm. They run. They want to get out in transition. If they get the right matchup, I like them to score a lot of points. You might get some value there. If if they reach their potential, if they get the right matchup, these are the worst qualifiers ever. Style makes fun. I'm going to say this as we're coming home. All right, teams you should look at. You should not look at the Big Ten. You should not look at the SEC. Here's you you should look at, okay? A team who's not getting much buzz, but they are a mid-major, and they're not Gonzaga, and they're not St. Mary's. They're Wichita State. I like the Shockers this year. I do. How about that call-out from... uh... From their coach uh, for to Jerry yes. Palm, Greg. Yeah, yeah Greg, Greg Marshall, Marshall. calling Greg. him out specifically oh. and talking about his bracketology ranking. And also, Brutal. it also says that Greg might not be on the way to Indiana. He's he's the second name thrown around besides Archie Miller in the Indiana circles. I know someone who's very connected to Indiana basketball, and this is what I'm hearing. I think he would go to Indiana if offered that job. Maybe. I mean, there, there are a I lot mean, of expectations. Does it hurt that he looks like Tom Crane? He yes. might be Tom <laughs> Crane's <laughs> doppelganger. That is definitely that playing sort into of my hurts. thoughts. Yes. He might need mm-hmm. to wait for one other coach to cycle through Indiana. Right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And then the guy with the glasses and the dark hair shows up, the Dwight Schrute sort of so vibe. My, and, you know, it so works. Returning to, my, to teams that we like that are not in the ACC, I actually really like Oklahoma State. Okay. Mm, yeah. nice okay. I'm with you on this. I'm with hey, you on hey, this. Hey, Brad Underwood has I'm done cool a them. really great job at that at mm-hmm. Oklahoma State. Like they started the conference season 0 and 6, and they are more or less firmly in the in the field. Oh, they're gonna that, make that it. is yeah. that is unbelievable. Another team I like is a is a big time sleeper because I don't think they're gonna be highly seeded. And I I turned a 360. No, not a 360. A 180 on this. 360 and uh, moonwalked or. Uh, I turned 360, and then I went 180, and Mike was in on this team early on in the season, and now I'm in on them, the Marquette team. Mm -hmm. I like. Mm -hmm. Wow, you really did a 360 on them. 
I'll I'll do one more too since we're throwing these around. I'll, I'll just throw them all. Say, Let's name all the teams. I think the A10 is a little bit stronger than uh, most people think. Mm. I actually like I like Rhode Island. Um, I think that wow. Rhode Island's a good team. You know they had a good win earlier in the year against Cincinnati. Narrow loss against Duke in that same tournament. They they are firmly um, on the bubble right now. I I like I like Rhode Island if they're able to get in. I think that EC Matthews is 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 an all world player. I can't so, get behind Rhode Island, but I'm a big Europe. fan of Dayton. Yeah, uh, Scoochie well, Smith, the Dayton Flyers, Charles Cook. Let's do it. Yeah, VCU. All those. So, so it is in, the Rhode Island story is pretty interesting because there was so much talk of them winning the A10 this year. Right. That's like right. there there was tremendous expectations for this team, mm-hmm. mainly I think because of EC Matthews and they had a few other players that were returning. Yeah, a lot of returning players. Yeah. Right? And generally, the consensus has been that the A10 has been down this year. Or like that—that that was kind of the expectation going in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and really, like aside from VCU and Dayton, it's yeah, kind it's, of, Dayton's it's kind been of, down. VCU has been par, right? But and, it's they, been, and they've stolen some games. Really, they've it's, some it's crazy the fact that the wins. bottom has fallen out Two. on Davidson. They, they were down by one, and Two. they had an off-ball foul with where's, the other team ben with the ball. I mean, Davidson, where's Ben Starkweather? Yeah, where is he? People expected Davidson also to be a top twenty-five team. I think they started Ben Starkweather. Oh, is that a right? diehard? Oh man, the guy you went to Vegas with and and oh, like annoyed right. you, right, 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 yeah. Bit. No, he didn't annoy me. No, he great. The other guy, guy. he, he annoyed the other guy. Yeah, he annoyed the other guy. Shout yeah. out to Ben Stark, brother. And the other guy annoyed him. He's definitely mm-hmm. a listener of the certainly, podcast. <laughs> certainly important. But let's get back to the A10, okay? Okay. But yeah, Davidson is really the reason they tend sure. strength the because schedule. Because there struggle. was there they was, were a top twenty five team when they played North Carolina, right? Expectations for Davidson and they fell short. Yeah, yeah. Jack Gibbs, uh, it's not quite as good with the face guard. Yeah, they're on. nearly a five hundred <laughs> yeah. team now. Yeah, he broke his nose earlier in the year. In case you guys are wondering. All right, Anyways. eight ten teams, Rhode Island. We like. They, weren't they preseason number one? I think they were. That sounds right. That, yeah, that's, and yeah. VC was number two. So let's just go with those two teams and not worry about anybody else. I'd take Dayton over both those teams, and they finished ahead you of both so those teams wrong. in the eight ten. So okay, oh, well, man. okay. So much, so can much we get back to Creighton? We're getting close. We're getting close. Can we get to back to to Marquette for a minute? I think you guys are yada yadding some of these. Marquette value them when they're playing a big dog. They play up to their competition. They play down to their competition. If they're going to be big time underdogs, I would take them. They have wins. They've swept Creighton. They've defeated, they swept Xavier as well. They beat Villanova as well. They have bad losses. So, like, if they're playing St. John's, they're, they might lose. They got swept by Providence. They lost by double digits to Georgetown. So, if they're playing good teams, value them. If they're playing bad teams, don't. Yeah, and I think they're a bubble team. So, they should be playing some pretty good teams. I think they're in. I hope so. Wojo's, Wojo's got them playing well here towards the end of the year. Okay. That's uh, any other non conference scatter shooting. I think we big should 12, do Big 12. Hit it. I mean Oklahoma State. Uh yeah, that, that that's the team that I am like most excited to see how they perform in the Big 12 tournament and to see how they get seated. Yeah. I uh, think I actually am I'm pretty high on Kansas. I mean, mm. they're going to be probably I, the number I mean, 1 overall seed. They're great. They're definitely going to be the number 1 overall seed. But yeah. I I I, like, I, I, I like just hear this guy. I like West Virginia in the final four. Oh my hmm. gosh. Okay. Your final four is West Virginia, Michigan. Yeah, those are my first two. I don't know is about Chattanooga. West Virginia. I like Chattanooga. Chattanooga is not going to make the tournament. You like Iowa sadly. State? I like Iowa State. What, what about Eastern Michigan? What about what about Iowa State? Do you like? I think their offense is. Uh, they spread the floor really well, and they take care of the ball, and they playing shoot really well, lately. super well. I mean, Monte, they, Monte Morris. Yeah, they just get lots of open looks. 
Um, their defense is like pretty good, and mm-hmm. they just they spread the ball around so well and pass very well to find. And they they, do. all their guys, they do. I mean, they can have a lineup where they have five guys on the floor who all shoot thirty nine percent or better from three point range. And thirty seven percent. I just look at the stats. Thirty seven percent or better. They got five guys on the floor. Okay. okay. Yeah. No. I, that, there's definitely a case if, to be made. If that, any of these teams lands in Villanova's bracket, they are in trouble. I'm sorry, Mike. If Michigan, well, how far does UVA go? Sweet sixteen. They're a sweet sixteen team. No, oh, there's no way. If they are the five <laughs> in Purdue's four, I'm oh my very gosh. scared. Yeah, it's all about the matchup, right? Yeah, it it really scared. is all about I, matchups. So what I will say is, we will certainly do a podcast after the bracket comes out. Yeah, so we're doing selection yeah, so, Sunday. I mean, yeah, yeah, we're yeah, doing we, a we, Sunday we podcast. It, we did it in here on Sunday when they were announced last time. I think we and do we're it doing again. It again. This, this, so I guess that's this Sunday night. Man, yeah. Vegas is right around the corner. Holy oh, cow, it's man. all happening, isn't it? How excited it? are you? Oh, I'm so excited, man. It's just, I look forward to it every year, all year. I I can't wait. It's it's the culmination of a year's worth of research. You put it into four days of you know, hard-nosed gambling. Yeah. And it's it's just it's an honor to be a part of it. Well, if I can't make it, you guys should at least Skype me in for a couple it's, of those it's celebrations. Stupid. You buy the, the flight. I just saw it. It's a $511 flight. You can pay me back later, <laughs> and I'll use that money to gamble. It'll be great. Once again, my profession is only one or two notches above. Yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway. Well, you know, I think prostitution is legal in Vegas, in Nevada, so you should you'll be welcome there with only open certain arms. parts, right? Bob Knight said it. I didn't mm. say it. Bob Knight said it. You would know. It, so. <laughs> anyway, that's a wrap, guys. One last time, we need to remind you who we're brought to you by, and that would be our good friends at Three Notched Brewing, correct? Yeah! The ACC Basketball Degenerates Podcast is sponsored by Three Notch Brewing, named after a colonial era trail running through Central Virginia. Three Notch Brewery develops innovative beers around the bold characters that left their mark on American history. Characters like Thomas Jefferson, Jack Jewett, and Patrick Henry. Three Notch beers can be found at fine grocers everywhere and at their tasting rooms in Charlottesville and Harrisonburg, Virginia. Three Notch Brewing, leave your mark. This week we are, what are we doing? Please uh, follow us on iTunes. Uh, oh, like yeah. us, give us a review, subscribe to us on iTunes. It's very important. It's a big time of year you for know, us. March I actually, Madness. I'll say this at the beginning of next week's podcast, but you know, our Twitter feed this year will feature pictures of all of us, the degenerates in Vegas together, and all the bets that we're making, and us in the sports book. Um, our Twitter feed is going to be live. It's is that be supposed routed. to sell it? To people? I don't know. It's I think people will be Luke interested. I think people will be interested. I might post some pictures at the WNIT if you guys are interested. <laughs> that's where I might be. Tweet I might be there. We can Photoshop you in. At ACCBBallDGens. And you can also send us an email. We want to hear from you at some point. We'll do a uh, listener mailbag. So tweet us your questions and then also email us your questions. ACCBBallDGens right. at gmail.com. Here's the Michigan drill. the Final Four. If you have questions, <laughs> rapid fire them right after the Selection Sunday show finishes. Or during the selections, rapid fire at us and we will tackle them. Because we're going to be ready to roll right at 8.30 p.m. Sunday night. You hear me, folks? 8.30 p.m. is when we're rolling. So get them in before 8.30. One of the best days of the year. It really is. I get so jittery and so excited every time. I listened to One Shining Moment today for Did the you? first time in 
2017 yeah, and it gave me chills. You're always one to pop the bottle a little early. I was ruined for the rest of the day. Because <laughs> it's one shining moment. <laughs> I, listened, I love that song. Unashamedly, it's amazing. I listened to the CBS College Basketball theme on repeat while I was is that working Luther? today. Is it, I actually had that ready. Van Dross, I, year, I was about to say Luther One year Van they Dross. went to like Kelly Clarkson or something and it was terrible. Yeah, I had the CBS theme queued, but I don't want to get sued because we definitely don't have the uh, followers to to back us in a lawsuit against CBS, so I'm going to hold off on that. But I think that's it, guys. We might fill out a bracket. I will fill out a bracket for fun. Mike Jaffe, he might do it for the first time ever. He usually just fills out the lines. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a great place to write the lines, those little lines they leave you to write the bracket name mm. on there. Yeah, No, this is a real thing. Duke, Florida State. I turned my back away from this game with five minutes to go. I get a text saying, Dwayne Bacon, oh, for the win for Florida State. I'm like, there's no way that happened. (laughs) And then I look at my phone furiously and see that Duke won by four. Yeah. They did win by four, but... But they didn't win the actual... They didn't win the line. (laughs) I mean, come on, baby. All right, we'll see you next week. Selection Sunday. Join us.